Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. A survey of the social media and traditional media has revealed that views are organized around two main values. On the one hand, there are those that believe that the ultimate good is the power of goodness. And on the other hand, there are those that believe that it is the goodness of power. This is what underlies how the war in Ukraine is covered by the media. There are those who side with Russia and believe that the sheer military might and the scale of the Russian land holdings, as well as, as the largest country on earth, give Russia a legitimacy that coupled with its enormous wealth in oil and gas and the sheer numbers of Russian billionaires give it a legitimacy to the claim on Ukrainian land. Its military bombardment of the small by comparison territory, others come to the conflict from an entirely different point of view. They do not believe that might is right, but rather that what will ultimately prevail in the long run is the power of goodness. On the face of it, that can be seen as a naive point of view. However, there is, a good, there is good reason to pay attention to the people's resistance and the popular resistance to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. A few weeks ago, the world witnessed a 64 kilometer long convoy of Russian war machines making their way to Kyiv in Ukraine. First it stalled and then it came under Ukrainian attack. Now the word from the battlefront is that Russia is retreating from Kyiv. This ought not to surprise any of us. Those who have lived through the US bombardment of Afghanistan, or before that, the war between the Soviet Union and Afghanistan, have seen the power of those who believe that their righteous cause is their nation, and engage in what is called guerrilla tactics. These battles are often modern-day versions of David and Goliath. And as in the biblical days, David wins. One has to be clear that the war between Russia and Ukraine defies simplistic analysis. There's a lot going on, not just for them and warmongering Europe, but also for the rest of the world. Take, for example, 
the anticipated knock-on effect of the impact on the world wheat and grain prices between Russia and Ukraine are two of the world's largest exporters of wheat and grain. Many would-be wheat and grain producers do not enter that market because there are giants ruling that land. The way the war may provide an unlikely opportunity for small who consider their options. It is time to start believing in the power of goodness rather than the goodness of power. There is no doubt that Ukraine is overmatched by Russia. But one can take inspiration from their will and determination to fight back in the defense of their country. The inspiration is beyond physical battles, but has to do with an approach to life itself and to life struggles. We must believe in the power of goodness. Nowadays, if one listens to elements in the media, their only belief is in the goodness of power. Whether that power is the power of numbers by way of popular support, it is necessary to take certain decisions and take certain action because they are principled and because they are right, even if only a minority opinion are in support of it. It is necessary at times to swim against the tide and to trust the rightness of what one does. In time, people will see the value of what is done. Opinions these days are hardly ever pure, but it is what Norm Chomsky called manufactured consent. That is to say, the power of marketing and media are used to push opinions in one direction or another. This is what happened in the Donald Trump years, but it works at other levels as well. Sometimes in order to keep on in the struggle, one has to be prepared to be a minority. Power is also the power of money and resources. If you have enough money, you can buy the friends you need. Often, when undertaking something important and the resource gap is identified, the argument done. Without money, we believe we can accomplish very little. In my years as a pastor of churches, there are many times that I have heard church leaders talk themselves into a corner because they have no money. What I think we must first focus on is whether the thing is necessary and is good, and then we must make the way to get it done. Money is not an end in itself, but a means to an end. There are other means and other ways. In our world where riches are flaunted and wealth is promoted, there are the views 
that if you have money, you have all you need. It is a mistaken view. Thirdly, power is the power of muscle. Military might is about the power of muscle. And these things have the power to crush you. But they can be resisted. A proper reading of our own Jamaican history, the story of Nani, of the Maroons, of Daddy Sharp, and Deacon Paul Bogle, and in numerous other ways, illustrate the power of those without resources or numbers or strength to accomplish great things. If you have the muscle, you can do a lot. But if you don't, all is not lost. On the other hand, what is the power of goodness? I identify the following three things. The first is doing what is right. There is a moral character to the universe in which we live. It is as Martin Luther King Jr. said, the arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. When you do what is right, you are connected to a moral force that runs the universe. It will come to vindicate you in the rough places of life. You may not have the support. You may not have the money. You may not have the strength. But do the right thing anyway. Secondly, seek the interest of others. By others, I mean especially the vulnerable and the poor. When you look at the Russian campaign in the Ukraine, whatever the grievance that gave rise to it, it cannot be right to bomb civilian targets and to slaughter women and children and to make hospitals military targets. Our humanity and our sense of the humanity of others must provide us with a bulwark against us taking certain actions. Some things must become and must remain off limits for us. Thirdly, we must think about the future we are creating by the action we are taking. This is a rule we must use for ourselves in all our undertakings. We must ask ourselves before we act, what is the outcome we want to achieve? What end do we envision? What will the world look like if I have my way? Your action of goodness must aim to make the world a better place, and not just for you and for your friends, but for everyone, especially the poor. Let us aim to do what is right. Let us seek the interest of others and let us build a better future. That is the power of goodness. That power of goodness will outlast everything else. In the choice between the goodness of power and the power of goodness, I believe in the power of goodness. Amen.